We're good? Good to go. Ash in the clams. Ash in the clam strips. Yeah, we're late. Fuck off. We're not supposed to smoke in the room. Yeah. Let me tell you something right now. After the service I've gotten at this place, they're lucky this is all I'm doing. We're here at the Wynn. Well, they can use this against us, can't they, if we say where we are? <laughs> I'll bleep it out. We're at the Encore in uh, <laughs> Everett, Massachusetts. It's fucking dump. We're here because Texas has been destroyed by yep. snow. Uh, God only knows what Joe Rogan and Elon Musk are doing down there, fucking around, getting everybody to move down there, and then the whole state's belly up because it's ice. And then I have my dirtbag family texting me going, you need anything? Yeah, I need a storm to hit you. You know damn well, this is to what I love during the tragedy, uh, you know damn well you can't do anything for me. This is when people, by the way, people never ask you if you need anything in a non-tragedy mm -hmm. when you might actually need something. They only ask you if you need something when they know they can't feasibly get you. Fly here. Yeah, I need something. Uh, are you on the way? Come. We got rolling blackouts and the water's fucked. You, are you coming? What do you think I'm going to ask for? A heated blanket, you dumb cunt? There's nothing to, for you to do except send a text, do you need something, which is the biggest hollow gesture in the world. Michelle was doing that all day. Do you need anything? Do you need something? Is there anything I can do? Do you need, do you, do you, are you okay? And if I'm not, then what? What are you going to do? Are you going to be bothered by that? Well, we feel so sad for you. I feel so bad. Is there anything that you need? Yes, the state needs a water treatment facility immediately. Will you start on that? We need the roads cleared. Are you going to get involved with the clearing of the roads? Or is this fake? Do you need something? Yes, I'd like a natural disaster to hit you as well. That's true. I, I, I would want more pain to be equally spread out through the country if I had my druthers. Or do you need help? My cousin texts me. I respect that. She goes, are you still going to be in Providence? We'd like tickets. I'll read, no, I'll read it. I mean, these people, you, you can't create these people. <laughs> you couldn't create these people if you were trying. Uh, they go, uh, listen to this. I love this. And I love her. She's a good woman. But uh, this is uh, my favorite here. They go, uh, hey, by the way, are you, are you still, they're like, hope everything's okay. <laughs> I'm trying to find this one. It was like, I, I was like completely stunned by this, but not surprised, which is most of my interactions, you know? I'm I'm not I'm not surprised by this at all. Hey, hope you're surviving the snow. It's like people being rolled into the street. People die. It's like people are dead. People are freezing to death. People are freezing to death. They haven't had fucking. And don't, if you work at the hotel, use this as proof that we smoked in a room. Don't do that. Hey, hope you're surviving the snow. Hopefully the snow will be gone in time for your Providence shows. We would love to do the Monday or Tuesday, 7 p.m. if either is better for you. Will you have any downtime in the schedule to hang? At that point, I was eating a fish stick in the darkness of my house that was cold. I was eating a cold fish stick with Dan on the floor, praying for a, 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 the mercy of God. And they're going, by the way, what date works better for the free tickets? Monday or Tuesday? Which date is better for the free tickets? I hope you're surviving the snow. I hope the abominable snowman didn't get you. Everyone who grows up in Long Island never truly leaves in their mind. It's all about, you know, it's all about them, and that's fine. But that's okay. You were in L.A. fucking, uh, you know, doing nothing. While we all burned in hell. You're Mr. Texas. Yep. Your family has no power. I have no power. And you're, you're fucking sitting there, you and your wife eating sushi and playing golf. Like you're having a grand old time. <laughs> Texting everybody. My agent's trying to get me to... My agent, by the way, this guy, they're not flying planes. He goes, 
Why why don't why doesn't he take a charter flight for fifteen thousand dollars? <laughs> what? He goes, just take a charter flight. So what it crashes? Yeah. We'll sue for the commission. <laughs> so what he dies. This is this is the way these people think. Take a charter flight for eighteen thousand dollars. Doesn't matter, you don't make any money. I make the same commission. What's the worst that happens? You skid off the runway and break your neck? Who cares? You incinerate and uh, go up in a ball of flames. I don't care. I'll hear about it at Mastro's and tweet RIP and then sue the club for the commission. That's okay. With a team like this, sky's the limit. I mean, it's truly, it was truly rough there. And you get cravings when you're young. You know, you get, because it reminds you of a snow day. The first day is fun. It's like a snow day and you go, mm. It'll be a fun day because I haven't seen snow in a while. I've been in L.A. We go, it'll be fun. And then day two, you go, this is wacky. And day three, you go, this is a problem. Nothing was open. Gas stations were not open. Fast food was not open. Uh, Whataburger opened on the second day, but there was like an hour and a half line. Like there was nothing going on. And people were starving and they had no water. And thank God my water was okay. But closer to Austin, they didn't have any water. And uh, people had to boil their water and they had no electricity to boil their own water. You know They're what still I mean? boiling water, yeah. They're still boiling their own water. I mean, people are boiling their own piss to drink. And Ted Cruz is going down to Mexico to do cocaine with the cartel. <laughs> and his daughters, Ray Comp had a great tweet. They go, he goes, hey, maybe Ted Cruz's daughters killed a guy. They're just trying to get out of there. Do you ever think about that? But yeah, I mean, it was it was rough, and so we, me and Dan went. I'll tell you right now, when you shop in in a in a in a blizzard, nobody wants a salad. Like when you go shopping in a blizzard, you go hard. And we were in Texas, and I mean, let me tell you right now, the milk was gone, like pancake batter was running low, but uh, vegetables were available. Like ev you could get as much spinach or lettuce as you want. You you wanted a, a tomato, you could get one, but. Uh, all the like frozen food was sold out and everyone knew this wasn't going to go on. It was like already over by the way, on the third day, everyone knew it was going to end on the next day. Mm -hmm. And people were still like, we need red Baron pizzas for three years. <laughs> everyone knew it was done. It's like, why don't you have a salad? Cleanse yourself. People are like, I don't think so. I need 18 white castle sliders. This may never end. I'm like, the sun's out. It's literally melting. We were in the grocery store. It's literally melting. Yeah. People just buying buckets of food and walking out. I'm like, this is a you thing. This has nothing to do with the storm at this point. It's literally over, you know? It's it's literally done. So we're here in the, the wind in Everett, Massachusetts. It's a goddamn dump. Well, it's the Encore. It's not the wind. It's the Encore Boston Harbor. Imagine the people that go to a casino in February uh, during a pandemic or whatever's left of the pandemic to just enjoy. Uh, and by the way, they're militant here about who can be in the elevators yeah. and how many people can be in the room. If there's, there's four people in the room and if there's a fifth one, it's a $2,000 fine. And they enforce the uh, elevators. How many people could go in the elevator? How many people can go? Uh, what is the point of any of this? What is four people in the elevator? No one gets COVID. That's not it. What virologist designed this? Just, you got to dance four feet away from someone in Mystique nightclub. I mean, it's a real, it's a shit show here. People are taking the last of, of, their, of the checks, the last of whatever mm -hmm. stimulus money they have, and they're going and just trying to win big because AMC didn't pan out. I lost 1800 and, uh, you know, people are, people are hurting. So they came here to the original casino to just, you know, Let's see what happens. And, uh, I mean, casino people, we've talked about it on the show. It's not good. Uh, but, I mean, it's just tough here. Mm -hmm. It's tough here to watch just cold, like, hardened Massachusetts people trying their luck. And then the young kids, like the young, pale, white, gaunt heroin addicts just kind of like – with tattoos just wandering around a casino. It's nothing worse than young people at a casino. I've said that before. Anybody, you see an old person at a casino, you go, we get it, it's almost over. You're like, maybe. Mm -hmm. But it's real rough to watch a 21-year-old be like, let's go. <laughs> Scary. That's all you got? That's all you got? It's up, you're 20 and you, you think it's about luck? You're like, all right, <laughs> I'm 23. Let's see what we got. That's a real big problem. But it's fine.
Everything's going to be A-OK. Kendall Jenner is getting a lot of shit for this. I don't know if... The 818 tequila. Well, it's not even that. It's Kendall Jenner. Cultural appropriation has just released a new line of slaves. (laughs) And people are very upset. Now, these are Haitian slaves that the the Jenner family has bought, the Kardashian family. They bought 300 Haitian slaves, and they're selling them on the open market. And people are angry about this. I don't get it. But they're very angry because they think that she's culturally appropriating mm. or she shouldn't be a slave trader. And what she's doing is it's it's a new line of slaves um, who are being treated very well. I mean, this is from everything I'm hearing, they're being treated incredibly well. Mm-hmm. They have uh, health checkups and stylists and everything like that. And she doesn't like the term slaves. She's calling them helpers. And a lot of people are getting angry at her. And I think it's unfair. And I just don't like cancel culture. I think cancel culture's got to stop. Cancel culture's got to stop. If a young, talented woman like Kendall Jenner Mm -hmm. cannot go to Haiti and buy 300 slaves on the open market and then sell them, or Libya, I forget which one, but I think it's both. They've got deals, different places, different suppliers. She's very smart about business. Yes, She's very smart about business, this woman. And nobody respects it. And people are jealous of her because they didn't think to go buy slaves. It is a smart investment. Human trafficking is a major business. Mm -hmm. She's no idiot. She's no fool. And people are mad at her. And it's like, uh, enough with the cancel culture. Stop shaming her because she's a businesswoman and literally and figuratively wants to crack the whip. What's the big deal? She's got a few hundred slaves on the open market. Now, what is this, tequila? It's really tequila. Is is it slaves? I don't even know anymore. I don't even know what's a joke anymore or what's not a joke. It's not slaves. It's tequila. And people are mad at her because why? Because it's Mexican? Because it's the area code 818 and, you know. Well, the valley? Yeah, the valley, and it's appropriate. Well, they live in a valley. Yeah, they live in Calabasas, which I don't really have Nobody really, right, nobody thinks of the valley. They don't think of Calabasas when they think of the valley. But, so she's appropriating the area code 818. Yeah, and it's also like it's Mexican territory because, you know, they've worked really hard to have tequila brands. But people have pointed out that George Clooney and all these other big celebrities have tequila companies too, so. Yeah, there's not a ton of Mexicans with tequila companies. My maid does not own a tequila company. From what I understand. She's drunk on tequila and doesn't do any work. But she, I don't think she owns the company, by the way. And I'm not saying all Mexicans are maids either. But you know what I mean. She is. My maid's a maid. She ain't a good one. So the problem is that we... Max, what is the problem? She's appropriating, like... J- Jalisco is the city where apparently they create a lot of the tequila. And yeah. it's been like hundreds of years, these families have been, you know, making these tequila companies and been working very hard on them. And she just sort of trots in and says, this is just buy tequila. K- Kendall, just get slaves. If they're going to get mad at you anyway, <laughs> just get slaves. I mean, I want to, the next time people come at these two girls, I want to see them Doing a slave auction in the middle of Beverly Hills <laughs> with Libyan slaves. They're going to get mad anyway. I don't know if there's this is a problem. Jalisco is where they make the tequila. Uh, that's what I was reading, yeah. Kendall's the loser. Kylie's the billionaire. Kendall's got nothing going on. So she's just trying to wet her beak with a little tequila. She should just lean in and start selling fucking taco kits. Old El Paso should fucking partner with Kendall Jenner. Kendall Jenner should become every everything Mexican. Mm-hmm. Like, just lean in. Start, just open up a, a trendy Arepas restaurant, which are Venezuelan, but whatever, it's late. Um, but that's what she should do. She should call Tacos by Kendall. Mm-hmm. Tacos by Kendall. 
She should just say, fuck it. I'm going to sell Mexican shit. Who cares? Like this person was mad on Twitter. They said, tired of the celebrity tequila craze. WTF does Kendall Jenner know about tequila? My family's been doing backbreaking work in fields for their entire lives in Jalisco just for people to come. Here's what Kendall toes. Jenner knows about tequila. She knows it's drinking it and getting in a Range Rover and driving home and not getting caught. <laughs> she knows about consuming it. She knows about taking a few shots of it and falling into a fucking Escalade. That's what she knows about it. She knows about drinking a lot of it and then going and sucking off a wrapper. It's alcohol. Stop making it into like a spiritual thing. It's booze, right? Isn't it booze? Mm. What does this woman work? She's never worked in a field. You're on Twitter. You're in a field? You're on Twitter. What field are you in that you can take time to tweet? I see people in the fields. None of them have a phone. What, did she take the phone out? She's in the field going, my family. You know what they would say? They'd go, get to fucking work. I am taking it to Kendall Jenner. I am I am wrecking Kendall Jenner. Get get your fucking hands on the crop. But I must no. Hold on. I am sending a tweet. Who's this with the tweet? This is our last episode on YouTube. I'm gonna burn this hotel down. Her I ordered a spoon an hour ago. It's not here. She doesn't look like she works in the fields. I'll, I'll turn this around for you. The fields. The fields. Yeah. She lives in L.A. I'm not saying people that sh shouldn't be pissed about this, but the people that should be pissed at this are working. Right. They're in trouble. They're not concerned about Kendall Jenner. They're trying to, to, to want someone to let him out of a cage. I mean, so what is the whole tweet? I didn't even. Oh, uh, tired of celebrity tequila craze. WTF does Kendall Jenner know about tequila? My family's been doing backbreaking work in the fields for their entire lives in Jalisco just for people to come dip their toes. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Yeah. I'll start a Mexican tequila company. So what? And she's, uh, this other person says she's, uh, not to mention she's profiting off the brown hands that actually plant, grow, harvest, ferment, and distill the Every, agave But plant. that's everyone's, the hands of everything. Yeah. I've got no love loss for, uh, who are they again? The Kardashians? I don't care about <laughs> these people. And they don't, they don't factor into my life at all. But to just get mad at them and not get mad... And everybody else who's profiting off the brown hands in the fields. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. No, you're right. So many people have uh, tequila companies. George Clooney, right? Yeah, Clooney. OJ should start a liquor company. OJ should start a, a booze company. He's black. He's loud. Yeah. Who cares? A Woody Allen doc I hear is going to be a real barn burner. Not good. Not, not, not good. I don't know what to believe because he's a brilliant filmmaker. But the movies all do have a theme. Don't they have a theme? The films? I mean, there's many themes. They're some of my favorite movies ever. But he does seem very focused on the young ladies. Mm -hmm. Now, this documentary is supposedly so harrowing. It's very troubling. They have uh, Adam Curtis's new doc. I got to watch. Everybody loves it. Can't get you out of my head or something? Yes. Everybody loves it. Anna Kotchin loves it. Ray Kump. The whole, all the intellectuals. Mm -hmm. uh, now, this Woody Allen doc is on HBO. Yes. Come, yeah, it's called Allen versus Pharaoh. And supposedly the most disturbing part of this is um, a scene where he, where the Dylan is young. Seven. Not good. And she starts a tequila company. No, she... <laughs> <laughs> she claims he abused her on camera. Yeah. 
And people are saying Mia Farrow might have coached that, but then there's a lot of people that say, man, it's pretty fucking damning when you see a seven-year-old kid. You couldn't get me to say anything really at seven that I wasn't truly, you know? I don't know. Can you get a kid to say something? I'm sure you could. I'm sure people do. But, I mean, it's just very sad to think about, obviously, someone getting abused in that way, which is horrible. And then it's also very sad to think about... I mean, it's just not helped by the fact that he married his stepdaughter. And what's interesting about him is he does strike me as a sociopath. Like, you never see him sad right. in an interview, and you never see him that happy. He's kind of just very even keel. Like, well, this is what we do. Mm-hmm. We make a picture every year, and uh, we do it in New York, and, you know, it got a little too pricey in New York, so now we shoot other places. And I write every day. Like, every interview, he's like, I, I get up, and I write every day in this little moleskin a notebook, and I and I rape uh, my uh, ch- child. <laughs> That's what I do. I, I write in the Moleskine notebook, and uh, I rape my kid. It feels, I don't know. I mean, gun gun the head, Ben. Gun the head. Is this guy guilty? Do you think Woody Allen was uh, a, a, because Farrah says she found porn, kid porn, the pictures of the. I know when they were married that he wanted to live in separate houses, but just for his own work, so he could keep working on movies. That seems like a guy that would want the kids by himself. Well, right? it's, a, it's a red flag, right? Right. It's a red flag. But the Kardashians all live in separate houses. That's true. Because they're buying slaves. <laughs> but what? Why would well, this is? We're delirious at this point, folks. <laughs> Been up sixteen hours. Should Woody Allen marry Kendall Jenner? <laughs> what if what if what if Woody Allen married Kendall Jenner and they and they just started a tequila empire? Yeah. What is the now Woody Allen married his stepdaughter Sunni Previn mm-hmm. and was cool about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of ballsy. Yeah. To go, this is my bitch. And I used to raise her, but now I fuck her. And that's the facts. I didn't make that up. This is literally what happened. And if you have a problem with that, fuck off. Yeah. And polite society was like, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Odd. The heart wants what it wants. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he said. He said something like artists create their own moral universe, yeah, some, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so this document, when does this documentary drop? I think pretty soon, and then it's kind of all over for him. Well, I don't think there's a ton going on now. I think he's pretty much in the denouement of it. Yeah. Is there a trailer? I don't believe so. We can't play it anyway. Oh, yeah, that's right, because HBO. (sighs) I'm saddened by this because I like Woody Allen, but I don't like uh, him raping the kids. I think Woody defenders always say, they go, well, he didn't actually raise her. Someone else, like, raised her, and he never really had any contact with her. Can I, mean, I can is- I throw out a thing that heals this? Sure, sure. Woody Allen rapes Kendall Jenner. <laughs> As a, to, for healing. As a way to heal. Can he get out of the doghouse? Chris D'Elia came back out, and we like Chris. Yeah. And, you know, Chris had a, he said he had a sex addiction, and there's, he's, but every relationship was legal and consensual. And we have always said on this show that there's real no evidence or proof of his guilt that was satisfactory to anyone. There was no evidence or proof of his guilt. Mm. And yet he lost everything because of it. Mm. So I think that's a problem in society. I do. I mean, if I'm an only child, if I had a little sister, I wouldn't be like, here's Chris. You know, I wouldn't be like, let's meet him. I wouldn't be the first thing I would do. Right. But still, that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's still not guilt. Right. I mean, so my 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 situation with all these things is like, <sighs> I mean, should should Dylan Farrow... Just say, hey. It's tough. 
because she's had this horrible thing happen to her. Mm-hmm. And Ronan Farrow is a supporter of Dylan, but he's a liar. And Mia Farrow is the one who Woody says has orchestrated this entire thing. Mm-hmm. It's a tough situation to be in, you know, for everyone involved. And I, I would have Dylan Farrow on the show. Yeah. And I will offer that. Dylan, take a look at this. Take a look at this. Want a clam strip? Dylan. I have one. Dylan, I tell you right now, <laughs> if you want to tell a tale, if you want to tell a tale, <laughs> if you want to tell a tale, whether it's true or not, you come right on the program. I don't care what you say. Mm-hmm. And that goes for Kendall Jenner. You want to come in here and tell people about slavery? You do it. This is the new set for the show, by the way. Hope everyone likes it. What is... Let's ask a few questions that are not popular. Sure. If you are a brilliant artist like Woody Allen... Should you be allowed, truly, if you're a brilliant artist like Woody Allen, should you be allowed, and this is going to be very controversial, if you are as talented as he is, should you be allowed to start a tequila company? You didn't think I was going to do the other thing, did you? It's not that late. Because you can't. You cannot rape the kids, Woody. Mm -hmm. Don't do it. But don't you understand this is how the fucking... This is how every movie that we see now, we're going to have to look at with different eyes. All those movies where he was having sex with high school girls, they're going to seem wrong now. (laughs) Don't you see that? Don't you see the problem here? All those movies where he was 45 and sniffing the seats of <laughs> 16-year-old girls were going to seem odd. Now, now they're going to seem weird. Yeah. All those movies about trapping young, impressionable women in horrible situations are now, in hindsight, going to seem bad. That's what's crazy. Now, with the Kendall Jenner, this is what happens because you every, everything's revisionist history. Now, because everything makes you... Hindsight is 2020. Now that I've heard the arguments against the Kendall Jenner tequila, I think maybe the ice camps were wrong. Maybe putting kids in cages was wrong now that I've learned about to work in the fields with the uh, Jalisco tequilas. Do you see? Now I think that Woody Allen should not, maybe all of his love interests in those movies should not have been 14. See? Don't you see when you look back, hindsight's 2020? See? Wow. We're learning. I'm learning. You're learning. Yeah. Does he go on the offensive, Allen? Does he come back hard? I mean, he wrote that article where he's like, this bitch is lying. I don't know this bitch. I don't fuck that bitch. Yeah, he still denies. He still denies everything. Somehow him and Dylan have a better relationship still than me and my aunt. I'm still less welcome <laughs> at Christmas than Woody at fucking pedophile Allen. Somehow he walks in and they're like, well, all right. I walk in, it's a real big issue. I didn't fuck anybody. You talking about? I didn't fuck anyone in this family. But Woody, he's old. He's an old man, mm-hmm. and the game is going to be his legacy because he's done. Yeah, he's not coming out with like a hot new photo picture movie. It's late. I know Chalamet and those guys like backed out of that premiere, right? Chalamet has no idea what he's doing. Right. I have. Offered Chalamet a public relations course where I would keep him in a fish tank 
and feed him what I thought he deserved. Now, I was warned and told by my agents to, quote, stop saying those things. And I was told by my lawyer it was not smart. Same thing he said about the Airbnb. He goes, can you stop this? I said, what? What? Are you on the side of justice? I offered Chalamet a, pro, a program where he would come live in my home and he would be kept in a, a tank, sort of sensory deprivation, and I would be allowed to instruct him because he seems to be confused. Is there anyone less interesting than him, by the way? Is there anyone less? In, and call me by your name was freaky. Army Hammer, cannibal, was fucking Chalamet, who was 17. You know what I mean? So that's odd, but it was gay, so nobody really cared about it. And it was in Italy, and they do that in Italy. They don't give a shit. And everyone's hot. If there was a movie in Philly where I uh, put Timothy Chalamet in the back of a Ford Explorer, nobody in the Hollywood foreign press would be excited about it. Okay? And that would be a much better movie. If after an Eagles game, I took Timothy Chalamet to Wawa and put him on a fucking hero and ate him, it would be gross. Not to me, but to the people that liked Call Me By Your Name. Where you had a cannibal running around, and who cares that Army Hammer eats people? He has fantasies about eating people. When you fucked as much as Army Hammer, you can't get off normally. You got to imagine eating a bitch's kidney. You got to imagine taking a kidney and putting it in your throat. And good. But it's hypocrisy. Because if Call Me By Your Name was about me and Chalamet, which is what it should have been about. And I was going to be in a movie. They were, I was going to be in a film. And we can't talk about it because we signed an NDA. But I only signed DAs. Disclose all. But I, I like the director as a person. I mean, I don't know his work. He's done great things. Sure. And he's a good person. And he tried hard to get us, uh, me in the movie. And then, w- then he gave it to another job, uh, someone else who was fatter and older and a better actor. Mm-hmm. You know, but this is the problem. When you act, it's so fucking hard. I don't really act. And I don't really go in for this type of stuff. But we had this guy, who's a fan of the show, go, work on this audition. And me and Ben worked on the audition. How many takes did we do? 35 takes we did. Yeah, it took us like four days. We nailed it. We nailed it. nailed it. And then now they're going to give the role to Queen Latifah or someone else. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. I've learned to live with disappointment. (laughs) But it's sad because I thought I would have been good in that picture. Mm -hmm. And there were other mega stars in that picture. And that was going to change my life. But sadly, my life remains completely unchanged. And that director's name was Woody Allen. <laughs> Woody Allen. Woody Allen mm-hmm. called me and said, I want you to play a role in a movie. And I said, what's the film about? He said, it's about a man who loves a girl. I said, what? It's about a man who loves a girl, and he follows her home from school every day, and he thinks about kidnapping her, but he doesn't kidnap her. It just ends up being really quaint and cute, and it's in New York, and instead of kidnapping her, they have coffee and listen to Red Scare together in their house. And I was supposed to play a bus driver that drove them around. And now, and I can't do it now because I'm not fat or old enough. Enough. Fat enough. Isn't that amazing? Go, you're not fat. You're not fat enough. Like, I'm fat enough to get the COVID vaccine. Yeah, but we don't know. Could you get fatter? Could you get fatter and older? Could you get a little closer to death for the role? 
I mean, I don't know what to, I, I don't even know what to think anymore about everything. I know the news sucks. Everything's boring. Everybody that grifted on politics is about to lose their fucking job. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares about anything. Everybody's upset. I brought Rogan on a clubhouse the other day. Historic. What's all these people mad that they don't have a clubhouse invite? You can't find a way to get on clubhouse. I love what angers our society. People should have a right to be on Clubhouse. They should also have health insurance. What? You know, a Clubhouse. Everybody that wants to get on Clubhouse can find a way to get on Clubhouse. It's not that fucking hard. But I brought Rogan on, and it was a, a very historic moment for that app. And then the founder of the app came on, and Joe was kind of going right at him. Joe's like, hey, mom, you going to have Trump on? The guy's like, well, that's a complex question. Joe's like, ah, you're scared, mom. Not good, mom. Joe's like, have you ever been on Oculus? He's talking about other things. like, it should be like VR, ma'am, where people can see each other, ma'am. They can't see each other. It's not good, ma'am. I took a zinc uh, recently because he said it cured coronavirus, and I feel like I'm going to die. I feel like my stomach's exploding. But it was big, and who was in the room? Joe. Lex, uh, Eric Weinstein. Brett Weinstein. Brett Weinstein. The Weinstein family. Yes. Yes. The, the traveling Weinstein brothers, Lex Friedman, <laughs> uh, Le- the, uh, uh, the the comedian, great, yeah, uh, <laughs> Naval Ravikant. Oh, Naval, yeah. Who is he? I don't know. He has a lot of followers, though. What does he do? I think he's like a big tech guy. Is he? Yeah. I thought he was like uh, I thought he was like a like a guru, like a like a Sherpa or a shaman. Oh, maybe. I looked him up on Twitter. He just has nothing in the bio, and he has, like, a million followers. Unimpressed. Yeah. Oh, I'm, he's an Indian-American entrepreneur and investor. He's the co-founder and former CEO of AngelList. Yeah, me too. Who cares? Take a seat. Take all the seats. Naval. Everybody on Clubhouse is full of shit. Everybody's fake. They're all entrepreneurs. They don't invest like I do. Mm-hmm. I'm a real investor. I lose. That's what real investors do. They lose. I went into fucking AMC heavy and I lost $1,800. Mm-hmm. That's what a real investor is. Anyone can scam their way to a win. I lose honestly mm-hmm. and go, go, go in my backyard and curse Dave Portnoy and scream and say, fuck Chamath and no one held the <laughs> line and fuck that guy from Robin Hood. Fuck all these people that left me to die on the fucking beaches in Normandy. Hold my dick and 2,000 shares worth of shitty AMC stock. Worthless AMC stock. Last time I was in a movie theater, I was doing cocaine during the Devil's Rejects. Like 2007. To a fat lines of blow at 3 p.m. I was the only one in the theater during the mortgage crisis. Just sitting there getting coked up watching Sid Haig. (laughs) I decided to blow money on that. I go, though, that's coming back. And then I lost. I lost all my fucking, you know, I lost 1,800. And what are you going to do? So this documentary, other than Dylan Farrow on camera, what else is in it that's really getting people heated? Because so so much of it seems. Supposedly they have counselors and other people who are witnesses to, like, Dylan's testimony. Please, Eric Weinstein, be in this documentary. (laughs) Please, God, be in this documentary. Please, God, how funny would that be? be? Please, God, let the Weinstein brothers be in the Woody Allen documentary. Please, please let that be the vehicle that Jordan Peterson comes back in. Yeah. Oh, you know, well, you know, it's the, it's the hero's journey. You got to, you got to slay the dragon and bring the gold back to the village. Got to free your father from the belly of the whale. Please, God. Please, God, let the documentary be just the Weinstein brothers telling Dylan Farrow she's a whore. I mean, would that not be great? Be great. Can Dylan Farrell go on the portal? <laughs> would that not be the funniest thing in the world? How old is Dylan Farrow now? Let's see. She's a big chunky monkey. Is she? Hi, we all have struggles with our weight. 35 now. My age. Mm-hmm. And she's not a fan of the Woodster. No. So they have counselors saying what? That he's guilty. 
Yeah, that like she was confiding and the counselors and uh, I think like CPS type people and social workers and people that were like investigating it at the time that uh, she was being molested. Yeah. In that video, she said Woody, when she was like seven years old, that Woody took her up in the attic and was like, oh, uh, show me your private parts and let's find our private parts. Bad. Doesn't look good. But some say she was coached, right? That's the... What a sick thing if she was coached. What a sick woman Mia Farrow is. Hi, hon, Key, come here. <laughs> no, we'll play with the dolls later. I want you to read this. Look into the camera. Tell everybody what daddy did. I mean, God, if she was coached, Mia Farrow is a fucking monster. But I mean, it's, I mean, I get, well, was this after Soon Yi? No. Well, Dylan was seven at the time, so this was before Sunni, right? Because I'm wondering during. what would have made Woody, like, what would have made Mia Farrow that angry that she did this, that she coached her own daughter. Like, there's something crazy about the idea of a parent coaching their own daughter to say something so heinous. He must have been abusive towards her, perhaps. I mean, I guess, but even in that situation, it's such a fucked thing to do. You wonder if, I mean,. And people have said this is going to destroy, just blow his legacy to bits. Yeah. People have said that. People go, it's going to blow his legacy to bits. They said he's done, DOA. It's a tough thing to watch. People have said it's hard to get through. People that have seen it, people say that you're really left with no doubt that it's a, a, a real issue and that he's incredibly guilty. It's coming out tomorrow. Really? Yeah. 21st. Where Where is it going to be? HBO. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Wow. We'll see. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on HBO. It's going to drop. Yep. I mean, listen. It is a very, very difficult subject that we obviously kid around about. Because what are we going to do? But it is one of those things where it, it, it makes you look very differently at this guy who we've all, you know, rightly believed was a genius, a comedic genius whose movies were absolutely amazing. And uh, this is going to be pretty tough to dismiss. I mean, I, he wrote an article where he basically claimed total innocence and mm-hmm. said that this had, matter had been settled. Um, this is crazy. What's it called? Do we know what it's called? Allen versus Pharaoh. Allen versus Pharaoh. And then they're going to bring out all the, the people that knew about this. Yep. I'm still mad at him for saying he was going to put me in a movie and then not doing it. The director goes, we're going to cast someone else. Can you believe that? We're going to cast someone else. I mean, that's absurd. Mm. I should be the whole movie. You should throw the script out, and you should follow me around Mm -hmm. for two hours. Summer blockbuster. That's what it should be. The whole movie should be me and Dylan Farrow. Just shooting the shit. Come on the show. She's more than welcome to come on the show. I don't want to hear about the the get in touch shit. That's depressing. But if she's got anything else to talk about, her brands or products she's interested in or investments, we'd love to have her on. Dylan, you could come on and talk about Bitcoin, <laughs> but don't depress everybody with the molestation. We're over that. So if you want to come on and talk about cryptos, where you see yourself, how you're positioned in the market, mm-hmm. how to build a brand, what post-COVID looks like in terms of running the cap table and getting really serious about investing, we'll have you on. But the minute you open your mouth and you start throwing throwing dirt on Woody's name, you're out of here. We'll bleep you out. We'll, we'll bleep the fuck out of you if you throw dirt on that man's name. And don't shit on Kendall Jenner either. Not on this show. Mm -mm. You come here, you talk Bitcoin, or you talk food. Talk about some clam strips. Don't talk about your clam strip. Now, many people feel this is insensitive to victims of molestation. And I 
I'm not making fun of anyone who's experienced molestation. I'm saying that as a child, I wanted to be molested. Yes. And no one molested me. And this is like a hack joke. Like, oh, no one fucked me. The priest never fucked me. But I literally would stand in church with my asshole open. <laughs> and no one fucked me. My parents would let me do it. They'd go, go down to the rectory and spread your ass. And I wouldn't. And I'd come home and they'd go, and I bet no one fucked you. And I went, no. And they went, see? Like, fuck. Um, yeah, it's a very tough topic. And it's not one that you can easily joke around about, even though we have done that for 45 minutes. It's a, it's a tough one. I think that we need a resolution here. We need to just move on. Mm -hmm. Why doesn't Bruce Springsteen do a Jeep commercial about the Woody Allen rape? America's strength is in the middle. Dylan, no matter what happened, and Woody, no matter what happened, America's strength's in the middle. We need to, you both need to come together. America's strength is down the center. I'm going to go crash my car. I'm a big drunk. <laughs> I, I love that he got a DUI. Yeah, they redacted like 24 pages of that. They're trying to make it public. What, his DUI? Yeah, but it's still, like, under investigation. So I imagine there's some very embarrassing stuff in there. Well, he's had some racist shit, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I know he's all, like, you know, Mr. Progressive. But you know when the, when he got pulled over? Where did he get pulled over? We don't know. But oh, if, I don't know if we know, If actually. they pulled him over on a Garden State Parkway, he said a few things. <laughs> don't you know who I am? I'm the boss. I'm a white man. How great would that be if Bruce Springsteen just the transcript? He's screaming, I'm a white man. Born in the USA. I'm a white. I mean. It's amazing Jeep went through with that commercial despite in November him having this. They don't movie. care. People like people. It's better. People enjoy it. People want their celebrities to get drunk and get crash cars. They don't care. If you're buying a Jeep Grand Cherokee, if you're buying, imagine buying a Jeep Grand Cherokee. If you're buying a Jeep Grand Cherokee, as mm. brilliantly Nick Mullen said, it's for jarhead like retards right. who come back from the war with flashbacks. If you're buying a Jeep Grand Cherokee, you don't care that Bruce Springsteen's a drunk or that Woody Allen raped his kid. Doesn't matter to you. What's a product that would go through with Woody Allen, even though he's Dil Dylan's coming out with his doc? What's a product that would go go through Woody Allen? No matter, like they wouldn't care. I'm trying to think, a product that would just people wouldn't they wouldn't be affected by it because Jeep doesn't care about drunk Bruce Springsteen. What product would get behind pedo Woody Allen? Like four loco maybe? No, too ethnic. You'd have to have something kind of classy, like Yo Play, like Yo Play yogurt. Yeah. You know, just a neurotic Woody Allen being like, I don't ever eat, I don't even eat. I like Yoplait. They go, and they're in the boardroom. They're like, listen, our yogurt is for, like, French pedophiles. Who cares? In the same way that Jeep was like, our cars are for people that are drunk while buying the car. Mm -hmm. It's for people that are trying to drink their traumas to the back of their fucking head. The CEO Jeep gives a shit. Uh, uh, Bob, bad news. Bruce just got popped on the Garden State Parkway. They got him on the, they popped him on the turnpike and he's screaming and saying the N word. He goes, Good, release that. We'll use that as a commercial. <laughs> they originally wanted Bruce drunk screaming the N word as a Jeep commercial, but they had to do that other horse shit. He goes, that's good. I want to see bloated Bruce Springsteen get thrown in the back of a cruiser. And then the Jeep's just sitting there, and they go, nobody stops the boss. From the reports that emerged, the officer allegedly observed Springsteen consuming what appeared to be alcohol in the park and then starting up his motorcycle. Oh, he was on a motorcycle. That's great. Next time, drive a Jeep. The lawyer says, it might look like a shot of tequila, but who knows what it was? It might have been a shot of Gatorade. Swear to God, that's a direct quote. That's a real Jersey lawyer. <laughs> He's being represented by some real Jersey lawyer. <laughs> it's the same guy representing Woody Allen. 
hey, it might look like a kid saying that uh, they got fucked up in the attic, but we it might be a kid playing a g- prank. Might also be a kid playing games. You know how kids do. It's a shot of Gatorade. <laughs> I mean, what a, what a, what a country. All of our heroes are collapsing in front of us, folks. They're collapsing. There's nothing left to do except embrace the mediocrity and the horror that will come with people that don't make moral, that aren't bad, Mm. like that don't rape and maim and murder and kill. You know? Just let Mr. Beast curate the country. Yes. Just let Mr. Beast feed us. Let Mr. Beast decide what the art's going to be. Just let nerds do it. I'm not saying he's a nerd, but he probably is. Probably. Just let autists do everything now. Just let people that can't say hello to you run the world. They can't shake a hand or look in anyone's eye. They can't rape anyone. They can't even say hello. I feel bad, man. I feel bad for Kendall Jenner. It's a rough week for Kendall Jenner and for Woody Allen. And that's why they should shack the fuck up. He should be eating her pussy at Boa Steakhouse in sombreros. She should come out in a sombrero. Dude, Kendall Jenner, if, if I was Kendall Jenner's PR person, which shockingly I'm not, I would tell her, go out there and just pose in front of an ice camp with your tequila. Remember the Pepsi commercial that one of them did? I think it was Kendall or Kylie. Uh, yeah, it was Kendall. It was I like, think. give the cop a Pepsi. <clears throat> mm-hmm. How about pouring a shot for an ice agent? How about pouring a shot of your tequila for an ice agent? Then he takes it and he goes, Arriba! and opens the cage, mm-hmm. and all the kids come out and they start dancing. <laughs> Why not? This, this hotel is going to fuck us up, man. Yeah, I hope they don't see this. What can they do after the fact? These we could say these are uh, like for the stage. These are like Broadway cigarettes. I don't see any no smoking. Yeah, and we're not setting off the uh, fire alarm. Or no one I- said no smoking. You know, are we really doing the wrong thing here? I don't think so. We have to record ads. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. It's so late. For the folks listening, uh, the episode should have been out a couple hours ago, but I'll get it up in about five hours from now. Ben just flew into Boston. How was that flight? It wasn't bad. wasn't bad. You sit next to Dylan Farrow, running her mouth. (laughs) God, the last thing you want to do is sit next to her. I'm kidding. I feel bad. I don't know what to do. What am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to really get out here and take a side? I don't have any of the facts. I don't know if Mexicans really make tequila. It seems like they do. But maybe Kendall Jenner's a Mexican. Her father's now her mother. Oh, she's Armenian, actually. I don't even know. I mean, I don't even know. What's their drink? They don't really have one. Right. So you got to, you got to, she's got to do what she's got to do. I, I I don't care. I I don't care that the Kardashian family, Kim and Kanye are divorced. Yeah, they make noise. These people. That's what they do. They're they court controversy. They're they're important figures in our lives. True. And they're every now and then they're gonna do something wacky, just like Woody Allen. These people and Bruce, they're gonna drive drunk. I don't know what to tell you. You know? I didn't do it. I just lived through a snowstorm. I just lived through the the icing over of Texas. Mm-hmm. Ted Cruz should start flaming Kendall Jenner on Twitter going, you're a fucking culturally appropriating whore. Stay out of my state. Keep your hands off... <laughs> Real Mexican tequila. I don't know. It's very late here. We got to go to bed. We got to record ads. We got to. We got to prosper. 
We've got lots of shows coming up. I don't know where they are. They're on a website. Or the guy who ran it quit. We got to find someone else. What are you going to do? But that's okay. We're we're evolving. You know, mm-hmm. I will be in Woody's new film. Yep, I will do it. Chalamet won't do it. That that strange bird like guy. I'll do it. Chalamet's like a little weird mollusk. Chalamet's something that should, should sit on a shellfish tower. I want to put him on a, a thing of ice and just dunk him into sauces and eat him. What's wrong with that? That's not, that's not rapey. I mean, consensually. I would ask him. I'd go, yes, cocktail or the spicy uh, Calabrian chili mayo? Mignonette, put them in the oyster sauce. Yeah, yeah. And let Army Hammer back in. Who cares? Mm. He wants to eat someone's heart. It's all fantasy. It's all, you know what I mean? New, new movie. New movie idea. New movie idea. Me, Army Hammer, Bruce Springsteen, Kendall Jenner. Mm-hmm. Directed by Woody Allen. There we go. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Everyone's happy. Everyone's happy. We all move on. Mm-hmm. Great art will save us. What if Woody made a really good movie about him being in love with a seven-year-old? <laughs> but it was really funny. Like, truly funny. <laughs> we are not going to be on YouTube in a, in a week. I know. This will be it. I know. <laughs> this will be it soon. Soon it's coming. They better make room at Spotify. Joe, you better call someone. You better call someone at Spotify <laughs> immediately. This, app, this, where this podcast is going to be exclusive to Clubhouse very soon if this keeps going on. But what if Woody made a very funny movie? It's just like him and a seven-year-old, and he's, he's like never she nervous. Is it like a comedy like Daddy Daycare, except it's, it's a relationship? No, it's, a, it's an intellectual rom-com mm. where he falls in love with a literal child, <laughs> and they walk around New York City. Is that so... If it's really funny, but if it's good, I'm saying if it's good, mm. not half-ass, sure. good, punch, 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 laugh, 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 boom, bam, boom, bam, quick, smart writing, mm. you know, he takes her to Rome, <laughs> Ben's nervous now. Ben seeing that Tesla get repossessed. <laughs> they take, that's why you should have bought outright, like I did. I live in that Range Rover, in that Whataburger parking lot. Fuck that guy. But yeah, Woody just going to Rome with the seven year old. And Bruce Springsteen can, can record a song for it. Love is whatever it means. Love is beautiful no matter what. Don't listen to me, a pharaoh. She's some kind of Chinese. <laughs> Don't listen to COVID nineteen. <laughs> what if Woody Allen just goes nuts and starts screaming? It was made in a lab, which is not nuts, but it'd just be funny yeah, if yeah. that's his his rebuttal. His rebuttal to this is that COVID nineteen was made in a lab. <laughs> All right, folks, go away. First of all, we're only in this fucking dump because the the last hotel we were at, we, we couldn't get a, a, a room that was bright enough to record a podcast. It was a real problem. And Dan knows what happened. And that's why we've brought him here to discuss it. Yeah. So we tried to check into this other hotel, which will not be named. And uh, it was the Harbor Hotel in Boston, the Boston Harbor Hotel. So yeah, we're we're walking in, we're trying to check in, and, and Tim goes in, he has a list of demands because we are trying to get this podcast recorded. He goes in, he's like, All right, I need a room that's big, I need a big table, I need a big desk, I need I need a terrace. He's like, I, I need a helicopter pad. Correct. It's a it's a huge list of demands. You know, he's Correct. like, I need a butler, I need silver plates, Correct. beautiful china. And uh, they're like, okay, well, actually, you know, we have a room that could accommodate some of your needs, and uh, we'll just take your card. And so he hands uh, you you hand them your, your your credit card. Right? I hand them the credit card. They had discussed the presidential suite. I thought that was a bit too much, but I thought that we should stop short of the presidential suite, but be in that area. I'm glad that was being discussed. Yeah. So he hands them the card, and uh, what happens? 
Well, I handed them the card and it was declined. Yeah, the card gets declined. Now, and because I don't have money on the card. And this is the problem that these people don't understand. Real wealthy people don't have money. I mean, this man goes in with like demands. Yeah. <laughs> like a real list of demands. He's like, I, I need I need luxury. I Yes, I do. But my thing is I'll call my bank and get my limit raised if we are doing business but I need to charge my phone. The card, the card just keeps getting declined, and they're like, "They're declined. like, sir, can, do you have do you have two thousand dollars in they your go card?" Like, they go, "What can we run it through for?" They're like, "Do you have proof that you have one hundred dollars in go, your account? Do you have any money right now that we can authorize on the card?" I said, "I have to call my bank, but my phone is dead." Yeah, so you had to charge your phone. Let me charge my phone, and also, how many square foot is the room we're discussing? And this is the thing. You know, I look like a crackhead. Yeah. But at the end of and and I'm we're right. We finally got the money. We finally got the money. And we went to see the room and we said no good. And we went to check in and then we came back down and we said we need all the money back. <laughs> we it, said it looked we need like, all the money back. It, it looked like you won it. It looked like you got embarrassed, like that you were like, yes. oh shit, like I don't have the money. Now I need to prove that I have the money. Maybe I'll call in some favors. And it then we got like, there looks, and we're like, you yeah. know what? Let's find an excuse on why the room wasn't good enough. We come downstairs, yeah. we go, the room is not well lit. We need more light because we're recording a podcast. Which they don't even understand. Nothing screams poverty more than we need the room to record a podcast. Yeah. And also we need we need more light. Like it was a very it was a very odd but by the way, I wasn't impressed with the room. I didn't like it. I didn't think it was worth the money and I left. And now we're here in the wind in this fucking dump. It's disgusting. <laughs> well, what have you done for us? What have, did you throw any of your cards? Did you take any of your cards out? I did. I, I, I brought your phone to the concierge to, to let it charge. And I believe that my phone was used to uh, raise the credit limit on the your card. Your bank was used to, into, your, your phone was used to call the bank and talk about and, and enter into a negotiation about raising capital. People don't know that I'm, I'm actually uh, partially a financier of this, this whole operation. How is how are you a financier? Well, my phone was used to help finance yes. uh, the recording of this podcast. But you don't spend any money no. when we go on the road. You spend zero dollars. I spend zero dollars, and then you're paid well. I'm paid. I'm paid pretty well. Yeah. Pretty well. Pretty well. Pretty well. I, I would say well. You very well. Pretty well. I'd say very well. Pretty well. Pretty well is good. Pretty's good. Pretty's a compliment. Pretty well is good. You're. I think you're paid very well. Very well. I agree. I think you're paid very well. I'm not ungrateful. Well, that's very. That's very nice. But what you what you don't understand is that what I'm doing is negotiating, and there are tactics when you negotiate, and one of the tactics is to not have money, and to keep everyone guessing because anyone can throw out a credit card and have a high limit and get it approved, but when people are guessing and there's chaos introduced, you now see an opening. So what I do is I throw out a bunch of cards. People start going, ah, I get on a phone. People don't know what's happening. At the end of the day. I get what I want. I feel like we look like two guys who just walked in the hotel to shoot up, but we wanted to do it in like a fancy area. We had to get a credit card like no one, raised. No one thought we didn't go up to that room and either like suck off a homeless guy yeah. or do a bunch of heroin and leave. Yeah, because we immediately, we were up <laughs> there for maybe the way, 10 to 15 minutes. What a minutes. great idea if two guys were like, we got to shoot up. We will only do it in a suite with two rooms and a balcony. Yeah. Like the idea of the two guys shooting up and going, you know what? We need more than just a bathroom. This, we need a suite. This goes out to all the drug addicts out there. Like you don't need to go to the Red Roof Inn or the Days Inn or the Motel 8 or whatever. You can get the presidential suite at the Boston Harbor Hotel. And or, then leave. And then leave. Leave. Go the up. Do whatever you need to do. Have your abortion. Let them pull it out of you. Go down and then say the room was not well lit. Yeah, you don't need to do this in poverty anymore. You know, in 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 they in, when they walked up there, nobody thought like everybody was like that was a we pulled some scam. Yes, but it was legit. We couldn't use the room, but they thought they were gonna walk in there and just see fetuses. Yeah, I mean your phone's not charged. Like, oh, these guys probably been walking around just all day. Fetuses no in that home. room. They thought the maid was gonna open it up and it just fetuses still attached to the umbilical cords, just hanging from the. Ceiling, like, you know that scene for Freddy Got Fingers? Daddy, did you want some sausages? Daddy, would you like some sausage? Just fetuses. That's what they thought. And drugged up fetuses as well. I know.
Well, all right. Listen, tell everyone where to find you. Guys, follow me at Dan Man Carney. Don't. If you can. Thank you. Don't. He doesn't deserve it. I do deserve it. Make him earn it. All right, fucking make me earn it. But you know, give me a follow. What's what's the what's the problem here? Follow him and then unfollow him. Yeah, the same way that we walked into that room and left. Yes. Follow him and then unfollow him. And shoot heroin and luxury. Oh, of course. And have your abortions at the Boston Harbor Hotel. They allow it.